Welcome to Deep Spirituality. I am Amy Query, and I get to be your host today. Don't usually get to be a host, but Russ handed over the reins to us today with great, great trust. Um, So we're going to have a great time, and we are excited to talk about a very inspiring woman in the Bible, the forgiven woman in Luke chapter 7. So I think this story is really powerful for anyone, anytime, certainly not only for women, but I was thinking that it's especially important today with um, a lot of the data that's come out in recent years about the experience of young women growing up in the age of social media. You know, um, many of us are familiar with Facebook's data that came out um, last year saying that 32% of teen girls said that when they felt bad about their bodies, Instagram made them feel worse. Wow. Um, And that teens blame Instagram for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression. This reaction was unprompted and consistent across all groups. Um, That was reported in the Wall Street Journal. So to me, this exposes the harsh reality of how many of us as women feel about ourselves and especially Mm -hmm. young young women. Um, And in light of this, I think it's even more powerful that the Bible has this story about a woman who had reasons to feel bad about herself um, and faced criticism from other people, but uh, Jesus didn't see her that way. Um, he didn't see her the way other people saw her or even the way she might have seen herself. So yeah, we're really excited about this. That's I have great. two great guests here with me today. I have Jeanette OG and Michelle Collette. Um, both Jeanette and Michelle lead ministries here in the Bay Area along with their husbands. They've both served in women's ministries for many years and we've worked together many times. Um, they've also been um, great contributors to Deep Spirituality. So you've probably read some of their devotionals. Um, and we've been doing a series on the parables of Jesus. Um, Like I said, today's story is the forgiven woman and the parable of the forgiven debt in Luke chapter 7, verse 36. And just a note, the story of the forgiven woman is actually not a parable, um, but we we snuck it in because we... Thank (laughs) you for that. Thank you. Because we love it. And um, there actually is a parable in the story, the parable of the forgiven debt. And Michelle and her husband, Jason, worked on a devotional about this story, which you can read on our site. And we'll be able to hear her talk a little more about that after we read the passage. Um, So there's a lot to learn from this story, but we are going to focus on a couple things. Vulnerability, Mm. our favorite word. Um, Being willing to admit need, another Mm. another good one, and trusting God. You said these are our favorite. (laughs) Yes, our favorite topics. (laughs) Okay, let's yeah, my favorite topics. Let's jump into the story. Luke chapter seven, verse thirty-six to fifty, and I'll be reading from the God's Word translation. So, one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to eat with him. Jesus went to the Pharisee's house and was eating at the table. Just a quick note, Pharisees, if you don't know who they they were, they're experts in religious law in Jesus's day, and they focused a lot on following the right behaviors and rules. This is a Pharisee invited Jesus over. Verse 37, a woman who lived a sinful life in that city found out that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she took a bottle of perfume and knelt at his feet. She was crying and washed his feet with her tears. Then she dried his feet with her hair, kissed them over and over again, and poured the perfume on them. The Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this and thought, if this man really were a prophet, he would know what sort of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Jesus spoke up, Simon, I have something to say to you. Simon replied, teacher, you're free to speak. Okay, here comes the parable. So Jesus said, two men owed a moneylender some money. One owed him 500 silver coins and the other owed him 50. When they couldn't pay it back, he was kind enough to cancel their debts. Now, who do you think will love him the most? Simon answered, I suppose the one who had the largest debt canceled. Jesus said to him, you're right. Then turning to the woman, he said to Simon, you see this woman, don't you? I came into your house. 
you didn't wash my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You didn't give me a kiss, but ever since I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't put any olive oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. That's why I'm telling you that her many sins have been forgiven. Her great love proves that. But whoever receives little forgiveness loves very little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins have been forgiven. The other guests thought, who is this man who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Okay, so Michelle, let's hear from you first. Tell us what you learned from this story about how to make God personal. That's our whole series on the parables is making God personal and real. So what did you take away from this about making God personal? Sounds good. Well, it's just exciting to be here with you and Jeanette, uh, my longtime friends, and to share together about a woman in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I've learned a lot from the story. I think one thing I've learned from the story is that God becomes personal when we focus on what God has done for us, not on what we've done for him. Yeah. And I don't always like to admit this, but I'm a religious person. I grew up religious. I can still be religious. So I can definitely relate to Simon, right? I try to connect with God a lot of times by what I do for him, for others, Mm -hmm. trying to be good, trying to look good. It's funny. I think about Simon. Simon was probably feeling pretty good about himself before Jesus got in here. I'm sure he was keeping all his rules as they do and instructing others to follow the rules as well. He even found time to host a party, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Invited Jesus. uh, Invited Jesus, right? I'm sure he could pat himself (laughs) on the back for that. Um, I can relate. I love to plan parties. As Amy knows, I've drug Amy into some of my (laughs) She's an expert. She's really good. Um, I made her do (laughs) chocolate fountains is a story. No, it's painful. It didn't go well. Let's just put it that way. Um, You know, I can host this. I love a good party theme, but um, I can often miss connections with people in all of the busyness, right? In Mm -hmm. trying to do good things for God, for other people, I can struggle with the part about being humble and admitting my need. Because when you're doing things, you can feel good about yourself because you did something for somebody else. Um, And this has been a struggle of mine, but there's a scripture in Romans 3.27, actually in the message translation. It says, God does not respond to what we do. We respond to what God does. We finally figured it out. Our lives get in step with God and all others by letting him set the pace, not proudly or anxiously trying to run the parade. Wow, Um, I like that. I love the scripture because... I also like parades and uh, a little fun fact there. You may not know about me. You guys are like, I can see Did it. not know that. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Well, here's my story. As a young girl, I actually love parades so much. I wanted to find a way to be in one. Uh-huh. So I didn't know riding on a float or doing something. I didn't actually make it onto a float, but I was able to be in a drill team. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm not talking college level here. This is a little kid, right? So, but I was in the parade. Um, it didn't go well. I had to keep pulling up my socks which the team got mad at me for. I dropped the baton. I dropped the routine. Um, And I, maybe that connected for me that parades aren't my thing, but I think I still shifted my focuses to be running parades, right? I was like, okay, I don't need to be in it, but direct it. Exactly. Thank you. I was director. (laughs) I like those titles, right? Um, But, but honestly it turns into sometimes just even control and being the one doing things. And God has been always trying to help me to see that, that's not how I get close because a yeah. lot of times you get burnt out doing so many things. And then there's been times I've thought, why 
why aren't I close to God? I've done so many things yeah. for him. And yeah. I got an opportunity to learn this lesson. Um, years ago, I had a minor surgery. And um, of course, I was asking the doctor, how much time do I need off? And I cut that time in half. I'm sure I'll be able oh, to course. be back. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, but you know, I ended up needing to be home for a couple of weeks not doing a lot of things, staying at home. Um, this was pre-Zoom, okay? So this is a while ago. And I became really insecure. I realized mm. I, I, I realized I needed help from people, which was hard, and I needed to ask. But I also thought, wow, how do I get close to God? I can't really do much. Yeah. I can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I found this scripture in Isaiah 50 um, in verse 9. It says, this is God saying, speaking here. And he's saying, I don't need the bulls from your pens, right? He's talking about, I don't need your sacrifices yeah. or goats from your pens. All the animals of the forest are mine. I own the cattle on a thousand hills, right? I know every bird on the mountains. All the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. Wow. <laughs> For the world is mine and everything in it. Make thankfulness oh, your sacrifice wow. to God. And I, I remember what an impact the scripture made on me that God wants me to be grateful. He doesn't need me to run around doing stuff. It's just, it, it almost makes me feel like God has a sense of humor, right? Yeah. He's like, he definitely does. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. like, I know the birds. I own yeah, yeah, the goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were hungry, I wouldn't call you up for a meal, right? right. So uh, God didn't need me to do these things for him, right? He wanted me to be thankful. And when I started being grateful, my faith actually started to grow. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize that, that God could be close to me through my gratitude. God became a lot more real for me. The focus stopped being so much me and what I was doing and more what God had done for me. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. I like what you said about... Um, how much it burns us out when we try to do everything ourselves mm -hmm. or prove ourselves, right? Yes. And, yeah. um, and I think that is something, you know, that I, I, I could see in the story about Simon trying to do the, you know, host the dinner. And um, I was reading that, um, an, this story from NBC News that um, in a survey of 5,000 women in 10 countries, um, they found a troubling evolution for working women in a burnout mm. epidemic. Wow. 53% of women reported stress levels higher than they were a year ago with mental health lagging and work-life balance nearly, nearly non-existent. Mm. But I was thinking about the way that the pandemic has affected us as women. And, um, and there's you know, a lot showing that it's kind of exposed how much we're trying to balance everything all the time. And you can just really wear out when you're trying to prove yourself, which I do. I'm trying to prove how, see, I can handle it. I can handle, yes. you know, yeah. my kid's school closing at the drop of a hat. I can handle it. I can handle the extra work. I can handle it. I can handle it. You know, yeah. and you're trying yeah. so hard to prove yourself when really, you know, you can't handle it. You need to learn how to trust God. And it. it makes me think that sometimes the troubles and trials we're in push us to learn those things and yeah. to learn to trust God instead of trying to run around and prove right. how well you can handle life. And when fix all yes. the problems all and answer all the questions, all be that. everything yeah. for everybody, which yeah. you just can't do. You but, can't do. But mm -hmm. it is true. I found that's the other thing I've learned too, is that troubles can make you more grateful mm. as well. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I've learned this lesson from the Bible, from spiritual friends and what I've learned is that forgiveness is actually something to be grateful for, right? Yes, um, no matter absolutely. what's going on around exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of times I struggle to point. be grateful. Yes, and I'm like, yeah. well, what is, you know, Jason, my husband's a lot better at this. He'll be like, help, let's be grateful. I'm like, there's nothing yeah. to be grateful yeah. for. Yeah. He's like, there's for always what? something. Yeah. Nope, I can't find a thing. But, you know, it, on a serious note, my husband and I have been able to adopt two amazing daughters. You guys know them. They're incredible. Yeah. But for years, I struggled with infertility. It was painful physically, emotionally. 
uh, there are times it was really hard on my faith. Um, and I remember going to a baby shower for a friend of mine. And one of the women there was sharing, you know, to encourage the, the woman that was pregnant and said, you know, you're about to receive God's greatest gift, a mm. child. Yeah, now, I, know, I know she was well-meaning, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was like, the greatest gift. So <laughs> I grabbed my bag and headed out and cried my whole drive home yeah. as yeah. I thought, why would God not give me his greatest, greatest gift? gift? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd already felt bad about yeah. myself not being yeah. able to be pregnant. And fortunately, I talked to a friend of mine that evening who was mm-hmm. like, reminded me, Michelle, the greatest gift is Jesus sacrificing to forgive you. Mm, that's yeah. that's mm, the greatest mm-hmm. gift, right? Yeah. And you know, I I've held on to that time, and I've thought, wow, it isn't the circumstances; it's right. forgiveness is a gift. Right. It's an incredible yeah. gift. There's a yeah. scripture I love in Psalms one thirty um, verses three to four. This is the ERV. It says, "Lord, if you keep in mind our sins, then who could ever get an answer to his prayers? But you forgive. What an awesome thing this is." That is why I wait expectantly, trusting God to help, for he has promised. And, you know, like the woman in this story, I have a lot of sin on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. I can struggle with the pride I was sharing earlier, get angry, be greedy, selfishness. I'm just thankful I can always be forgiven. right? And that's just something to be so grateful for. I mean, God has taught me that his forgiveness is the thing that I should value the most. And I see that in this woman. It's part of why she's so inspiring. A lot of times I, as women, we want to make an impact, right? We want to help people and be inspiring. But I think it's going to be through, again, the parties, the the to-dos, the busyness. But honestly, a lot of it is through our humility. Our humility and our Mm -hmm. gratitude is what can inspire women. So I'm really inspired by this story. Yeah. Fun fact, I read that the perfume that she used was likely worth a whole year's salary. Kind of crazy, right? Like imagine something worth a whole year's salary. That's how much Jesus meant to her. And I thought about how it was so personal, you know, because she she had a reputation. Like we don't know what her sin was, but she had a reputation. And she believed that Jesus's forgiveness was big enough for her. And that really moved me. I can get really guilty, really easy, ton of sin. And and it's hard for me to sometimes have faith in the forgiveness of of God that it's big enough for me, you know? And I was thinking about that feeling of having a reputation, you know? Sometimes I feel like I have my own reputation. (laughs) You feel like you have a spiritual reputation. Reputation of all the sins you keep getting in, but um, but Jesus is not phased by that. He's it's, his forgiveness is big enough, and I think that gave her that gratitude. Um, so Jeanette, let's get you in here a little bit. I know your background is a little different, right? Um, yeah, and you yeah. didn't grow up religious. So what? <laughs> no, stands I did out? not. <laughs> what stands out to you in this story? How does this story help you make your relationship with God personal? Um, well, for me, the big things that stood out were just the the ask mm. and the risk. Mm. The ask um, and the risk. Yeah, because this woman, she was like by her going into that house. That's true. I would not go into that guy's house, right? <laughs> um, but by her choosing to go into that house, she was already like asking. Like mm. she already went there. Mm. Um, she was asking for help. She was asking for forgiveness. Mm. Um, and Jesus saw her, and I'm amazed. I'm really not good at asking for stuff. Mm. Like, I'd go without before I would ask yeah. for something, yeah. Yeah. which is really bad. Um, but um, the fact that she went into a room of, like, religious men, mm-hmm. first of all, it was, like, all men, most likely. And then they were really critical already because mm-hmm. right. we know right. that because he's like, oh, what, what you doing? Donna? Judging her from the yeah. minute she came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was bold enough to be humble 
and vulnerable. And those are two words that can make me cringe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. depending on, like, where yeah. I'm at spiritually, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. That's the big thing that inspired me about her. So one of my big questions that I have to come back to when I think about this story um, in my own relationship with God is just, will he really be there for me? Mm-hmm. Like, will he actually help me? Mm-hmm. And it's just because for me, I grew up feeling like I needed to take care of myself and I needed to protect myself. So to go, what? Like, you're going to be there for me? Mm-hmm. Like To trust. Yeah. Hard, yeah. Um, that's challenging. There were many times when I was like, I'm stressed out, like worried, like what's going to happen? What should I do? Uh, and I, But I wouldn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the person that like could be freaking out on the inside, but on the outside— Look fine. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Isn't that like an acronym for that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Fine. Isn't it um, freaked out, insecure? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something out after the end of Yeah. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. So that's me. That's me. Um, And I've done that many times. After the big thing happens, people are like, Jeanette, you were so calm. But like inside, Inside, I'm like, oh, but I'm like, somebody's got to stay calm. Mm -hmm. So we got to get through this. So it's going to be me. Uh, but as a kid, you don't have to do that, right? It's usually obvious. That's why we need friends like Jeanette, yeah. As a kid, though, you're supposed to be able to freak out. Yeah, right? you right, go, mom, right. dad, or somebody help me. Um, so we I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so, like, even little things. Like, sometimes I just needed encouragement yeah. or, like, help. Like, little things. So the idea of, like, vulnerability, humility, that they're, like, valued mm-hmm. by God. Like, Jesus mm-hmm. saw her when she mm-hmm. walked in. Yeah. She, like, he saw her. Um, that could be terrifying to me, but also like relieving when I like, I'm like, wow, that could happen. I could have that. Um, I'll never forget going to the music store with my mom when I was a kid. She was in a band and oh, she wow. needed it. I know oh, it was really know fun. See, we're learning <laughs> yes. new things today about each other. Did not um, know that. And um, she needed to pick up some equipment. So I just went with her. And while she was doing everything, I found a keyboard and I was like having so much fun Aww. playing on it like the best time and I really really wanted it but I was like "Ah, I can't ask for it it's too much money we can't Mm -hmm. afford this like I'm not I'm not being like responsible like kids you should be able to ask for it even if it's ridiculous right but I was like no like I can't do this but my mom saw me playing with it while she was taking care of things um she ended up getting it for me like we left the store without it and sorry, she told me to wait outside. And I was like, okay, whatever. She forgot something. And she comes out Aww. with the keyboard. Aww. I was like so shocked and so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, like you got it. Because yeah. I really wanted it. But I was like, I can't even ask for this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just seeing this story, like she went for it yeah. and Jesus responded. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I'm like, that can happen you spiritually. Need to ask a lot more. Yeah. Yes, yeah. ask a lot more. I'm getting a little bit better, but got some work to do. But I think that's one of the biggest things I I see in this story, and just having the faith that okay, if I take this, like it says, she had the faith, and she was like healed. Like mm-hmm. um, if I put myself out there, like Jesus is going to help me. Yeah, He's going to be yeah. there. I love that, mm-hmm. um, and I think that is what inspired me. I. Um, started doing Bible studies to really like learn about God for real, mm. um, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I was inspired by my friends because they like did this. Mm-hmm. They actually put their trust in God like this because they shared their lives with me. Like they were new friends and they really shared their lives. And I was like, what you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you telling me? Um, but they didn't care. They were unafraid. Yeah. 
like this woman. And I was like, wow, they're legit. Like they care about God. Like yeah. I want be honest. Yeah. 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 I, was like, I want in on that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I noticed that too about this woman. It really was challenging to me, but also inspiring that um, it was really bold what she did. Yeah. And um, like I read that, uh, I mean, many people probably know this, but women were really excluded from religious life in that day. So yeah. even just for her to go, that was a big deal. And it was would have been culturally shocking to let down her hair. That yeah. was a big deal. Yeah. And to kiss yeah. Jesus's feet, that wasn't culturally acceptable either. Like everything she did, and, but she almost has this tunnel vision of, right. of Jesus. It's like she's, but it made her so bold. And it inspired me that I get really afraid of people and what people think, but it inspired me that it's possible to be able to let that go and get your, yeah. your focus and trust on, um, on God. So I, I like that. It's really good. Yeah, it is. Um, I had a scripture, Psalm 62, 7, in the message, it says, My help and glory are in God, granite strength and safe harbor, God. So trust Him absolutely, people. Lay your lives on the line for Him. God is a safe place to be. Nice. And that's Great. what she did. Yeah, he was yeah. safe for her. Yeah, and we know from that that He's safe for us too, you know. Yes, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so the ask, and what's your second thing? The risk? Yes, the risk. Um, because, okay, so the parable is the two guys, right? Yes, right. Get to the um, parable, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's important. Um, they were willing to risk their, like, image mm. and, like, relationships. Debt is not cool. <laughs> like, it's not fun. It's burdensome to have debt. You owe someone. They're hanging in the background until you, like, pay them back, right? So for me— the, the debt can represent acknowledging the truth about my guilt and my weaknesses. Yeah. And the risk is always, what are you going to do with that truth? Mm, once you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to accept me? Are you going to reject me? Yeah. Are you going to, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. With God, with people, you're yeah. going to criticize me? Like, what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. So when I first started learning about God, um, I definitely felt like I risked my image by admitting, like, the sinful choices I'd made that hurt my family, that hurt my friends, um, even myself in some cases. And yes, like learning like, oh, this hurts God. I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay. Um, but even now, like fast forward today, it's harder to talk about emotional health challenges. Mm. Like I'd much rather say I hurt you in this way or that way, but to say I'm anxious or I'm feeling depressed or something yeah. like that, and it's because I don't like the optics. I'm like, ah, it seems like kind of out of control. Can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Weak, stuff like that. Um, so it's a risk. The guy knew they had debt. I'm sure other people around them knew yeah, they had right. debt. But he forgave them. I'm like, what? That sounds so relieving. I yeah. just paid my car off and I feel <laughs> yeah. it's a good feeling. so nice. I'm like, no one here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no one here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but like the help I get from spiritual relationships and the scriptures, they're priceless when I'm vulnerable. Yeah. And Great. that's what she got. Mm. Um, and it teaches like the scripture. I'll just share this one thing. Um, in Luke 9, 24, in the voice, it mm. says, if you try to avoid danger and risk, mm. then you'll lose everything. If you let go of your life and risk all for my sake, then your life will be rescued, healed, made whole and full. That's wow. what they got. Yeah, that's a yeah. great one. I don't often think about the risk of being open about your life, your thoughts, your, you know, that that is a risk. We all have those yeah. things we don't want to yeah. share. <laughs> yeah, that's risky. But there's a promise that you'll be rescued and healed, made whole and full. That's yeah. really, really, really cool. 
All right, well, let's close out there. It's been great talking about this story. Make sure to read the devotional on uh, deep spirituality from Jason and Michelle Collette. And um, also we do have another devotional on the same parable um, called How to Love God with All Your Soul. So you can read that one too. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, as always, make sure to leave us a nice review and give us your feedback at podcast at deepspirituality.com. We'd love to hear from you and have a great day.